Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Meseches Tainus has been dedicated by Mr. Aaron Zweig, Le'iloi Nishmas Reb Shimon ben Nechemyah Halevi. The Gemara Meseches Tainus al-Dafchaf is in the midst of a story that began on Yutesam Abbez. The Gemara Daf Yutesam Abbez had taught us, Taner Abonan, Pamachas, Ol, Kol Yisrael, L'Regel, Yerushalayim. One time, the entire Kal went up to the Regel, to Yerushalayim, but they had no water to drink. Halach Nakdimim Ben Gurion Eitzel Adin Echa Nakdimim Ben Gurion went to a certain officer. Amalei told him, "Halveni Shtem Esrei Mayanish Shalmayim L'Eli Regalim. Lend me twelve Mayanish of water for the Eli Regalim. Vani Etein Lecha Shtem Esrei Einos Mayim, and I will repay you with twelve Einos Mayim. Then Eini Naisin Lecha, and if I'm not able to give you back the water, Haredi Naisin Lecha Shtem Esrei Kikar Kasev, I will give you in replacement." 12 Kikar Kasef, the Kaval is man, and there is a Kaveya, a date where the loan must be repaid. The Mashal points out that the Gemara talks about 12 Mayones of Mayim. The Gemara stresses this to show that Nakdimon was Saimach on the Slus of Kal Yisrael, which are made up of Yudbe Shvatim, then in their Slus, the Pirain will happen. And if their Slus will not help, if so, Nakdim Ben Gurion, who was Asher Gadol, like Rashi points out, was willing to give Yudbeis Kikri Kasef for Pidyan Nefesh for the Yudbeis Shvatim. Now Rashi says, and the Nakdimon told him, Sheyachzula Yudbeis Mayonesh Shomayim, that he'll return to him 12 Mayones of water. Rashi says that even though B'derach Klau, a Mayon, a spring is Nevea Me'elav, it has its own water source. So Lechair over here, why would it be necessary for him to refill the Mayones? Rashi says over here we're talking about Mayanis that were not Nevea Mayim Kolkach, and therefore they would need to be refilled with rainwater as well. However, then Yaakov brings down of Shapashim Taisvis that these were Brechais Meleis Mayim, these were water holes, Shanimshu Latoychan Mei Hamayim, that the source of water that they got water from a Mayim that was brought into these water holes. And therefore it was called Mayanis because the water that was in there originally had come from a Mayim. From here, the Marsham. In Shalosichuas Marsham, Chelik Aleph Simin Chafav, brings a raya to a question over here they had, as far as writing a get, where there's a din to write a get by water. And he says, previously there was a similar question in the city of Oppenheim, and over there the Maharam Mintz did not want to write a get because there was a Shaila how exactly to define the water over there in the city of Oppenheim. The water had come from a Nahar. But however, it did not directly come from a river, but rather was brought through pipes. And the question was, how should we refer to this water? Is, does it have a shame be'er or a shame mayan? And therefore the Marasham grapples as well with a similar question that came up that was sent to him. Then the Marasham comes out that if the mayan brought water into this brecha, into the hole, and the mayan is in the city as well, he says, from the that such a thing could be called a Mayan. He says, because Taisvis, brought in the Ein Yaakov, says that the reason why these water holes were referred to as Mayanis, even though at this point they were not a Mayan anymore, they did not have their own water source, but Pshat is because water originally was brought there from a Mayan. And therefore the Marasham writes that if we're dealing with the water hole that came from a Mayan, the water originated from a Mayan, we see from here that it can be referred to as a Mayan, and we can write a get and refer to the water as a Mayan. Now the Gemara continues 
in this story, and it's mentioned in the story with Nakdima and Ben-Gurion, they have a Kabbal, Isman, they set up an appointed date when the Mayanis will be paid back, and if not, then the money would have to be paid back instead. And the Gemara tells us, In the morning, this other sent Nakdima Ben-Gurion a message, send me back either the water or the money that you owe me. So Nakdim Ben Gurion replied, I still have more time to repay the loan. The entire day is mine. B'tzarayim, the Gemara says that in the afternoon, Shalach Lai the Adon sent him again a message, Send me either the water or the money that you owe me. And again, Nakdim replied to him, and finally, and he told him again, I still have more time in the day. The Masha explains what exactly was going on over here, why was he sending him these different messages, what was exactly the underlying plucked over here between the both of them. Masha says that it was a question over here whether we say or when they had made up the day of the repayment, they said the payment has to be made by a certain date. And the question is, is that day considered Ad Ad Bechlal? Is that day belong to Nagadimayim, that he has that day to be able to pay back the loan? Or is the loan to be paid already at the beginning of the day? And therefore, the Adin Echad held that, though he did not send him a message at night, the Marshal points out, because by the Ummah Sa'ilam, by the non-Jews, the night follows the day. However, early in the morning, he sent them a message, send me the money or the water that you owe me. Because the Adin held, that this day is not considered part of the time that a demon has to pay back the loan. And therefore, he said, you're already obligated to give me back the money. Now, demon sent him back, no, I still have the entire day to pay back, because then the Adon sent him a message, but Sarayim in the afternoon, send me, give me back my water or my money. And Nakdima and again sent him back, no, Adain And Masha says, at this point the Adon said, even if we'll agree that there's a question over here, whether Adv Adbachal or Advaloy Adbachal, but at least the fair thing would seem, let's spill it today. The first half of the day will assume, like you're saying, Adv Adbachal, you have the first half of the day to repay the loan. However, on the second half of the day, that belongs to me. So pay it. That's all right. And it was already midday. And then Akdiman said back, it doesn't work that way. Since there's a fundamental question over here, whether this day is included in Adv Adbachal or not. And therefore, I'm not obligated. I'm dictates that I'm not obligated to pay until the end of the day. Finally, at Mincha time, he sent him again a message, give me the water or the money that you owe me. And the chat over here, the Masha says, is like the Adan said, and there's so little time left in the day, therefore, and it did not rain till now, you might as well pay up the loan already, because there's no way that it's going to rain. Now, from the words of the Marashah, we see another point as well. From the Marashah, we see he understood that in the Gemara, when it says Tzorayim, the meaning of that is around midday, which is around six hours into the day. And afterwards, like we see in the Gemara, came the Zman of Mincha. The Gemara Sari as well as Medayik, this in the Gemara, he says, you see that first comes Sarayim, and then only afterwards comes the Zman that's referred to as Mincha. The Gemara Sari says he feels that Sarayim over here is a reference to the Zman of Mincha Gedayla, which we know is six and a half hours into the day. And Mincha is a reference to Mincha Ketana, which is nine and a half hours into the day. The Rashash as well goes with the Mahalach of the Gemara Sari, 
And the Rashash writes that from our Suya it's Muchach, that this man of Mincha is not Bechlal the same man as Saharayim. And the Rashash writes, this is a Siyua Araya to what I wrote in Masafis Brachas on Daflamet Aleph. The Rashash means to say, the Gemara Masafis Brachas on Daflamet Aleph, Amit Aleph, after it had learned that from a Pasuk, that a person is Mechlev to Davin three times. However, the Gemara says, perhaps those three Tfilas could all be said at the same time. On that, the Gemara answers, and the Gemara explains, Farmafurish Aliyadei David, it already is explained, the Chiv through David Amelch, the Siv, like David Amelch writes in Tehillim, Erev Uvaikev Tzaharayim, Asicha V'Emeh, V'Yishma Kaili. In the evening, in the morning, and Tzaharayim, I daven to you, Hashem. The Rashash says, L'Chaira, Shat in David Amelch is, Erev is a reference to Tfilas Mayrev, Baikar is a reference to Tfilah Shacharis, and finally Tzaharayim is a reference to Dovra Malach when he daven Tfilah Mincha. Zotir Ashash, if you look in the second parak of Negoim, Mishnah Beis, over there Rabbi Yehuda, who we paskin like him, says that Tzaharayim is around six or seven hours into the day. Zotir Ashash, so it's clear that Tzaharayim is his man of Mincha Gedoyla. So it comes out that Dovra Malach was Mispal Mincha in this man of Mincha Gedoyla. Ikayach this, the Rashash asks a very powerful question on the Shita Sarambam and the Mechaber. The Mechaber writes in Simon Reish Lamed Gimel, Misha Hispalel Tfilas Mincha Laachar Sheishois Umechza Ulamala Yatza. Someone who daven Mincha after six and a half hours into the day and onward, he is Yaitse. However, the Iker's Mana, Mitesha Shois Umechza Ulamala. The Iker's man to Davin Mincha, however, is nine and a half hours into the day, which we refer to as the Zman of Mincha Katana. The Mishnaburu explains that though Taisvis and other Rishayim disagree with the Rambam and the Mechaber, however, the Mechaber and the Rambam hold that since Tfilas Mincha is connected to Tamid Shalbein Harbaim, like the Gemara Brachas on Chafavim and Beis teaches us that Tfilah is connected to Midim Tiknum, that Tfilah Shachar Sloznitzkan connected to Tamid Shachar. And Tfilas Mincha was connected to Tamish Shalbein Harabayim. So even though the Zman Shechita Midairaisa of the Tamish Shalbein Harabayim was from six and a half hours into the day, however, because the pile, they used to only bring the Tamish Shalbein Harabayim nine and a half hours into the day, in order that a Yachid could bring his carbon to the Beis HaMikdash through that, in that time period, because we know the din is that the final carbon of the day that closes the day is the Tamish Shalbein Harabayim. Therefore, since Tfilas Mincha is in corresponding to the Tamash Shabbain Harbayim, and Tamash Shabbain Harbayim, the Pail, was only brought nine and a half hours into the day, therefore the Ram and Mechaber hold as well, the Iker Zman of Tfilas Mincha is Dafkin Zman of Mincha Ketana. Frakta Rashash, but we see that Davin Amelch was Mispal Mincha Gedayla. And the Rashash asks as well, there's a Gemara Masechta Sukkah, on Daf Nun Gimel Amit Aleph, where the Gemara says the following, during the time of the Simchus Pesach Eva, when it describes the festivities that took place, the Gemara says, from there we went to Tfilas Mincha, and only afterwards, only afterwards did we go to the Tamish Ben Harbaim, which is Mashma, the Tamish Ben Harbaim, took place after the Tfilas Mincha. From here again, we see that they were not Makbid to Mispal Dafkin Ismad Mincha Ketana, but they were Mispal Mincha Ismad Mincha Gedoyla. If so, how could the Ram and the Mechavah write, it's only a Bidiyavit? 
Before we discuss a possible mahalach, how to answer the Shittas Haramim and Mechaber, it's Kedai to speak out an interesting halacha. In a case in a year where Erev Pesach falls out on Erev Shabbat, Harav Tukashinsky Zatzal writes in his Luach Eret Yisrael, in the name of Rav Chaim Berlin, that Lekulei Alma, in such a year, it's Mutatim Mespal Mincha Gedayla, even according to the Shittas Harambam and Mechaber. And his reasoning is that since, even in the Beis HaMikdash, when Erev Pesach would fall out on Erev Shabbos, they would shech the Tamash Shabbin Rabbayim from Sheish Shais Umechzah, the male who had then won't give him a spa'al mincha. And now let's get back to Miyashiv, the Rambam and the Mechaber. Perhaps we can say that the Gemara Masechtas Brachas on Afchavav on the base that writes that the Tfilis were Niskan connected the Tmidim, perhaps this Haltakana only came after the Chorim Beis Amigdash. After the Chorim Beis Amigdash, and when there was no actual Tamar Shabbat Arbayim being brought, instead, at least we were Masechtas that we should have Akhopanim the Tfilis of Shachris and Mincha connected the two Tmidim. And that will answer Sai the Gemara and Brachas and Sai the Gemara and Sukkah. The Gemara and Brachas, which is talking about Davin Amelech, Davin Amelech who lived in Esman when there was still carbonus being brought in the Mishkan, and therefore Enechanami. During the Tkufa of David, there was no Inyan, the Davka Bimispal Mincha, during this man of the Tamashabain Harabayim. Because after all, you had the Tamashabain Harabayim itself. And who had in the Gemara and Sukkah is talking about the, during the Simplest Base Asheeva, during the time when there was Kabbanis actually being brought, and therefore there was no Indian to Mispal Dafka Mincha Keneged the Tmidim, only had Tmidim themselves. Perhaps one could bring a smach to this Yusayid from the words of the Gain in the Divrei Harama. The Raman Arachayim Simen Kufchaf Gimel Sif Aleph writes, Nogu Laimar, the minute is to say when one takes three steps back after Shemin Esrei, Yiratzen Sheibane Beis Hamigdash Bimheira Viyameinu. Zakta Ramah, the shot behind this tefillah is that today tefillah is only Bimakim Avaida, is only in place of the Avaida that we once had. The male we are Mispal when we finish Shemin Esrei, Sheibane Beis Hamigdash Bimheira Viyameinu, and we should be Zaycha to do Avaida Mamish. The Bir Agra, on these words of Tefillah B'makam Avaida, is Mitzayin Gemara Sham. The Damesic Eliezer, in his first explanation of the Gra, says the Gvilna Gain means to be Mitzayin, the Gemara Mitzayin, the Sprachas, and Afchav Vav, and Abayz, that Tefillah is where Niskan Keneged HaTemidim. If that's the case, it's very Mistabra, this Svar that we're saying. That the whole Takana of Tfilais Kenegad Atmidim was only that today we don't have Avaida Mamish, so Kenegad that we're Masakin at least, Davin the Tfilais in the time when normally the Karbanas will be brought, in order that at least we should have a Tfilah B'makam Avaida. And therefore the Ramah writes, when we finish Manasseh, however, we mention the fact that today it's only a Tfilah B'makam Avaida. And when the Gemara tells us the story with Nagdima and Ben-Gurion, the Gemara mentions that he asked for 12 Mayanis of Mayan, and he said if he will not be able to repay it, then he will pay back instead with Yud Bey's Kikar Kasef. The Mashal points out this, that the significance of the number 12 is that it represents the Yudbei Shvatim. And Akadima Mangorin was saying that at least in the Schuss of the Yudbei Shvatim, you should be able to be, pay back this water. The Ben Yayada, furthermore, makes a diak in the Lashon Gemara. Ben Yayada says, the Gemara tells us, Pamachas, all of Klai Yisrael went up to the Rego to Yerushalayim. He says, why did the Gemara need to speak out? They went up to the regal to Yerushalayim. Obviously, they went up to the regal. The regal is to Yerushalayim. Number two, he says, why does it mention Kol Yisrael? 
all of Klai Yisrael went up to Yishalayim. What is the point of the Gemara of being medactic and writing these two points? Perhaps we can answer these two, the Yukim, and explain as well the significance of Davka over here, the Yudbei Shvatim, the Tzchus of the Yudbei Shvatim. In Tehillim, in Kapitel, Kuf Chav Beis, Pasig Gimel, the Pasig Reis, Yishalayim, Habenuya, Ki'ir Shechubra Layachtav, Shesham Alu Shvatim, Shifteka. Yerushalayim that is rebuilt is like the city Shechubra Layachtav, that over there the Shifteka went up. The Yushalmi in Masechtes Chagiga on Nafchaf Alf Amin Alf says, a member of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi darshins from this pasuk of Yerushalayim Habenuya ki ir shechubra layachtav that Yerushalayim is a city that the people who come into it get a status of chaverim. Generally, the halacha is that Amaaretz is not trusted as far as Trumas and Maisus are concerned. However, as the Yushalmi, people entering Yerushalayim get a status of a chaver who is trusted. Reb Zeyra and Yushalmi explains, if so, even not bishas the regel, people should get a status of chaverim. On that, the Pasuk ends off, Shesham alu shvatim shifteka, that it's only at the time of the regel when the shifteka, then shvat, the shvatim are coming up. Now the Bavli Mesechtas Chagiga as well, and Davchavav Amad Aleph, brings in a member of Yeshua ben Levi, learned that from a different Pasuk, but also this halacha, from a Yesev called Ish Yisrael El Irk, Ish Echel Chaverim, that at the time of Asifa, when everyone's gathering together, they all have a status of Chaverim, and the Regal was a Shas Asifa. Rabbi Yaman Saratskin Shlita explains that we see from the Bavli, we see from the Drasha, that it's a din of Shas Asifa. This Mila that Klai Yisrael all gets a status of Chaverim, that they are believed on Shrimusul Maisris, is brought about through the fact that they're Ayla Regal, and Ayla Regal is referred to as an Asifa gathering in together of Klai Yisrael. But this he explains the Gemara and Chagiga on the Avzayin Al-Bez, where the Acherim teach us that a Borsi, someone who deals, you know, Tanner, deals with bad-smelling items, is pata from Alila Rago, because he's not ready to come up in Kal Zahorcha together with other people. We see again this Yisaid, that the Yisaid of Alila Rago was a coming together of Klal Yisrael. The Briskeral explained, according to this, the Lashin that we use in the Misha Beirach during the Shalish Regalim is different than during the rest of the year. And we say, You should be Zaycha to be Eil together with Yisrael Achav. Briskeral explained this based on that Gemara Chagiga that we just quoted, that there's a din of Eil Laregel has to be Dafka together with everybody. And we know that the Indian of Achdus is not that everyone has to be doing the exact same thing, but with each person using his kaychas, which each shevet of Klal Yisrael, with their derech together, the achtos, that, that is the side of achtos. Avimai my father, says shat according to this, and the medish that says that when it came time to Kriyas Yamsuf, so the yam was split up into 12 different sections, and the water became congealed and became see-through like glass walls, and each shevet walked through their own derech, their own path. But the Medish says that the walls were able to, able to see from one wall to another. And Pasha Tavshat is that Shevet Ruven would not be fully besimcha. If they would be concerned, the other Shevet, 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 perhaps did not make it through. My father Shlita, however, wanted to say a different shot. That this is symbolizing the fact that each Shevet has its own derech. But I feel lucky each Shevet has to be able to see the derech of the other Shevet. According to this, Yisrael, we can come back and answer the Diyukim of the Ben Yayada and the significance dafka over here in this man of Elil Rego, that the Nakdiman wanted to bring up the Schos of the Yud Beishvatim. The Ben Yayada was Medayik. How come it says that Klaisel went up to Yerushalayim? Say they went up for the Rego. We all know that you go up to Yerushalayim. And furthermore, why does it say Kol Yisrael? Why is that important? 
Perhaps according to this Yisai, the Gemara is being Madgish, that it was a time of Ali Laregel, and they were going up to Yerushalayim, and like the Drasha was, that the Gemara had darshaned, that Yerushalayim had the Nuyak, Ir Shechubar Layachta, Yerushalayim had this Kayach during this man of Ali Laregel to bring Gantz Kla Yisrael together. And furthermore, that's why it's Madgish, Kol Yisrael, everyone in Kla Yisrael was coming up to Ali Laregel together. When Meila Dafko over here in Akdim and Ben Gurion wanted to bring out the schluss of the Yudbe Shvatim, that though they have 12 different Mahalchem, however they coexist together, and in that schluss, the water should be able to be repaid. The Gemara tells us further that Miyad the other was Nuchnas into the Beis HaMerchat, Besimcha, and while he was leaving Besimcha, Nakadimain was entering the Beis HaMikdash, Kishu Atsev, when he was sad. The Masha explains, perhaps Bedafka, the Adin, went into the Beis HaMerchats to wash himself. And this was Darach Liglug, a way of making fun of Nakdimain, that here the Jews did not even have water to drink. They needed to pay an exorbitant amount of money in order to just get water to drink. And here he was going into the bathhouse with plenty of water, even enough to give himself a nice shower. And the Gemara tells us that it began to rain, but the Adin still said, look, it already has, the sun has already set, and therefore the rain was Yard Vishusi. And then Akdimah went back and he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu show the Yeshecha Ahuvim Bailamecha, there are ones that you love in this world. And the question is, the Ben Yayada asks, and the Karen Ayra as well, Lechaira, in the first time that he was Mispal as well, it shows that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves Kla Yisrael. Why is it that Dafka in the second time he was Mispal, he said, show that you have people who love people who you love in this world. The Karen Ayra explains that it says in the Medrash, that sometimes there's an Haga that a king, his son, did something wrong. So not only does the father not give to the son food, but he actually gives it to the Avadim that are standing by in order to further be maknit to the Ben. So too the Kedairah says, the Adam was saying to Nakdimain, I know HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this because of Klal Yisrael. However, perhaps he did this in order because Klal Yisrael deserves an Einish. And therefore, not only does he not give them rain, but he actually gives us rain instead. And he did it exactly in the time after the deadline has arrived in order to further be Mitzaryu. On that, Nakdima then said, when he went back the second time in Mispal, he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu show, that the reason why you gave the rain is because you love Klai Yisrael, not Fakarat, in order to Mitzaryu them. And the Gemara tells us that it was with three people that the sun stopped and stood in the sky. By Maisha, Yeshua, and Akadima in Ben-Gurion. The Gemara in Masechus of Edezara, Dafkafeyam, and Aleph as well, brings this down. And over there, Tysus asks the question, How come the Gemara does not mention Yaakov Avinu? We know by Yaakov Avinu as well, the sun came up early, Bishlus Yaakov Avinu. On that, Tysus answers that by Yaakov Avinu, the reason why the sun came up early was only as a Tashlumen, a repayment for the fact that the sun had set early the night before. And for that very reason, Tysus says, we can understand why the Gemara does not mention Chizkiah. Though by Chizkiah as well, the sun was up for a longer time than normal. That was only as a replacement for the Zman Bimei'achaz, when the sun was there for a smaller amount of time as usual. This served as a replacement. Rabbeinu Al-Khanan, however, says, as far as the question from Chizkiah, how come the Gemara does not mention Chizkiah as one of the cases? It's because by Chizkiah, it was only a ice ba'alma. Meaning, by Chizkiah, the sun did not stand at all in one place. It rather just went backwards. Argomar is only mentioning the cases where the sun stood in one place. And he says in Bereshit's Rabbah as well, it says, Vayasam Hashem lekayin ice. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Kayin ice. Melamed shehizrech lai gilgul chama. That as well over there, he caused the sun to go backwards.
And the Gemur Sari is a little bit bothered that according to Rabbeinu Al-Khanan's shot, that the reason why we did not mention the case of Chizkiah and the case of Cain is because by the case of Chizkiah it was only a ice Alma. The sun did not stop in its place, but rather it went backwards. And the Taisa Rabbeinu Al-Khanan learns that by Cain as well, Hamid like Gilgulchama means that the sun went backwards. He's a little bit bothered because the Lashon Medish of Hamid like Gilgulchama is not so mashma that it went backwards, but rather it stood in its spot. The Gvurasari as well has another problem with Taisvis. He says, I don't understand really Taisvis Kasha to begin with from Yaakov Avinu. He says, Lechaira Argamar is clearly only talking about cases where the sun stopped in its place without moving at all. Asha'enke by Yaakov Avinu, where the sun was going in its normal route, it just came up very quickly. Lechaira, that has no connection to all the other cases mentioned in Argamara. So why does Taisvis even need to come on to this answer? That over there it's not mentioned because it was just replacing the lost time that the sun had gone down early the night before. Lechayr, even without that, the question doesn't seem to be a question to begin with, Fractic Burusari. Because over here the sun did not stop in its place, it just rose much quicker than usual. The Burusari similarly asks a question that he really doesn't understand by Nathim Ben Gurion as well. Why is that included together in the category as what will happen to Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshua? By Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshua, the sun stopped in its place. Like it says by Yeshua, by Yidoim Hashemesh, the sun became silent. And like Rashi explains in the Sechtes Avedizara, this means to say, because the sun, as it moves, it sings Shira to Hashem, and the sun stopped in its place, so it stopped singing Shira, Yeshua had to sing the Shira instead of the sun. But Akhopanim, by Yeshua, clearly the sun stopped entirely in its place. Moshe Rabbeinu, we learn out through Xerah Shabbat from Yeshua that by Moshe Rabbeinu as well, the sun stopped entirely in its place. What happened was that the sun came up again. At first it was Shekeah, first it was a Shkia of the sun, and afterwards the clouds dispersed and the sun came back up. So over here, it's not a case of standing in one place. Kolshikani says this question is Shver, according to the Pshat of Rabbeinu Al-Khanan and Taisis in the Saftas of Edezara. That the reason why we did not mention Chizkiah is because Chizkiah is not similar to these cases. Because by Chizkiah it was only a ice ba'alma. It didn't stop in one place, but rather it just went backwards the sun. So how come Nakdimah is mentioned? The Gvurasari says, we have to say, based on these questions, that when the sun came back up, it didn't right away go back down. But rather we have to say by Nakdimah as well, it stopped in its place and it stayed there for some time in one place. And the purpose of this was in order that it should be nicker to everybody that the sun is still in the sky, and therefore the Yeridas Hageshamim was in the Rishos of Nakdima Ben Goryeh. And the Mishnah brought down a Pasuk which says that HaKadosh Baruch will bring rain upon one city, and upon the other city he will bring no rain. Yehuda Marav teaches us, Really, both things are for a curse. The city that got rain is referring to got too much rain, and therefore the Rav Geshamim is Nakalkal the Tuah, and the city that got no rain is not able to grow any crops. Similarly, the Gemara now brings down other psukim whereby the first glance would seem to mean one thing, but really it means something entirely different. The Pasuk in Eichah says, Haisi Yishalayim Lenida Beinayim Yishalayim is like Anida. Rabbi Yudam says, this really is Lubracha. Because just like Anida has a hatter eventually, so to Yishalayim Yishalatakana. Haisa Kalmana. This as well is Lubracha. 
like almana, ki almana, boy almana, mamish, but rather like a woman whose husband has gone off lamdina sayam, but he has plans on coming back. The Karen Aira is medakdik asks the question over here in the psukim that are brought down. Because if one looks in Eicha, if one looks in Eicha, he will see that actually the Pasuk of Haisa Kaumana comes first. That is in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Aleph of Eicha. And only later in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yitzayin, do we die, does the Pasuk say, Haisa Yishalayim Lenida. If so, how come in our Gemara, first the Gemara Darshan, Haisa Yishalayim Lenida, which really comes last in the Seder Apsukim. The Karen Eira explains, because Rab was coming to explain to us how should we have a proper understanding of what the Gullus is all about? That the Pshat is not that Kaddish Baruch Hu turned himself away from us, but rather the Mashal of Gullus is like a woman who becomes a Nida. And this that her husband must stay away from her is Mitzidah, is because of her Tumma. So too by us, it's because we, through our Chatayim, we drove away the Shechina. And on these things it says that Haisa Yerushalayim Kenida, which is referring to the fact that we were the ones that were Gairam HaKadosh Baruch to leave, then Haisa Kalmana, then it caused HaKadosh Baruch to leave us as well. And the same way, Rav explains that there's a bracha involved over here as well. The same way Anida has a takana, because her tumma is not forever, but rather she'll eventually become tar, so to Yushalayim has a takana, because it'll return to Hashem through going, after going through a gullus, like it says in the Pasuk, Batsar Lucha, Bishavta Hashem Alikachla, you'll return to Hashem, and when they return to Hashem, also Kadesh Baruch Hu will return to us. The Gemara goes further and it says, Vihika Hashem es Yisrael, Kasher Yonud Hakonev Amayim. Hakadesh Baruch Hu will smite Klal Yisrael like the reed shakes in the water. Rabbi Yehuda Marav says on this as well, Lebracha, this is for a bracha. The Amr Ashmul Bar Nachmeni, Amr Rabbi Yainasan, because Ashmul Bar Nachmeni taught Bishim Rabbi Yainasan, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? It is better the wounds brought about by someone who loves us than the kisses by someone who hates us. It is better the curse that Achiyashilaini gave Klal Yisrael more than the bracha that Bill Marasha gave to us. He cursed Klal Yisrael like a reed. He said, just like the reed, it stands in Makam Mayim, it has its source work of water to be nurtured. Reuben has many roots. Even if all the winds of the world come and blow upon it, they don't remove it from its place. When the wind eventually stops, the kana remains in its place. However, Bill Marasha, who is Mavarak Klaniso, but the era is a cedar tree, just like an eris does not stand in Makam Mayim, if all the winds come, though a normal wind cannot blow it out of its place, but once the south wind comes and rips it out, then it's finished. Not only that, but the kana was zaycha, that with the kana we go ahead and write to save a tire out of and ksuvim. The Karen Ira explains that this is really a hemshech from the previous Gemara. And he's saying that Achyashilaini compared Klal Yisrael to the kana. That Klal Yisrael, when they go through all the nisyainis of the gullus, which blows them from place to place, Still, we're Shesulim Beveis Hashem, we're still deeply rooted in the Beis Hashem. And not only that, but the same way with the Kana, Yerazaycha, to write the Sefer Taira, because it's rach, it's soft, so too Klal Yisrael, because through Gullus, they deal and accept the Gullus upon themselves. Through that, Yerazaycha, that through Klal Yisrael will be revealed, Lazalavai, all the secrets of the Taira. Now, both Rashi and Taisis are bothered with a question on the Gemara. The Gemara says that when Bilam Arasha 
gave his bracha, he gave a bracha that it should be like an Erez, just like an Erez is not alamayim, is not on the water. However, if one looks in the Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, Ke'arazim aleimayim, like an Erez, which is upon the water. And that both Rashi and Taisus answer, that Mitzad, what Bill Marasha said, was only Ke'erez. And he meant to say like an Erez, which is not aleimayim. And afterwards, the Malch answered, no, aleimayim. And the Mela and Huadin, Vaiter Bilam as well said, Kinechalim, he meant to make it sound like Kinechalim that sometimes dry out. I'll not the Malach told him, no, Nitayu. Like the Nachal that is there always does not get dried out. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk. Now, this the Russian Taisis discussed is really taken from the Sugin Sanhedrin. The Sugin Sanhedrin and Afkuf Hay on the Bays on the Pasik Bayasim Davar Bifi Bilam. Over there there's a machikas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yonasan. Rabbi Yezer says Bayasim Davar Bifi Bilam is that he gave Bilam over to a Malach. And Rabbi Yonasan says, Chaka, it means he placed like a hook inside Bilam's mouth and he should not curse. Rashi and Taisis are going with the Mahalach of Rabbi Eliezer, who learned that the Pshat is Bilam was given over to a Malach who interjected and added to what Bilam was saying. However, we have to understand with Fizet. My brother, Ramesh Vitzal, asked a very strong question on the Maral Diskin from this Gemara. But Avi Ezri of Shach in Hilchus Yisaydi Atayra and Perak Zayin Alach Avav brings down a tremendous Yisaydi from the Maral Diskin and the whole understanding of how Nabu works. The Maral Diskin is discussing four questions we will talk about today. Number one, the Gemara of Basar Nafyud Dalit Amaralaf writes, Maisha Kasaf Sifrai Uparshas Bilam. Maisha Rabbeinu wrote down his Sefer, meaning the Sefer Torah, together with Parshas Bilam. And the question is, why is Parshas Bilam singled out? It's a part of the Torah, like any other part of the Torah. Number two, the Sefri, in the end of Parshas Zaysabracha, it says, come Navi Yisrael No Navi ever stood up again like Maisha Rabbeinu. The Sefri says, come be Yisrael. In Klal Yisrael, the Navi did not stand up like Maisha Rabbeinu. But there was a Navi amongst the nations of the world that stood up like Maisha, and this is Bilam Arasha. And the question is, how could we even begin to compare the two? Maisha Rabbeinu was the epitome of Tahara, Bilam was the epitome of Tuma. How could the Sifri say that it was come Kamaisha through Bilam? Number three, the Maral Diski wants to know what was the Havamina of Bilam to go and curse Klai Yisrael? Because Baruch told him, don't curse, what was his Havamina to still go? And finally, we find the concept that Maish Rabbeinu's Nebuah was different than all the other Nevi'im, that all the other Nevi'im was Askapariya She'ena Me'ira, was not entirely clear, and Maish Rabbeinu was Askapariya Ha'ira. What exactly does this mean? The Maratiskin explains that the site of how Nebuah works is that Kadosh who gives the Nebuah through the Nefesh of the Navi. And the Navi sees in his Nefesh the Pisrin HaNavuah, the interpretation of the Nebuah. However, the Maral Diskin says, similar to sun that shines through a window, if it's a clear glass window, the sun comes through in its natural color. However, if the window is a colored window, a red window, a blue window, the sun that comes through, the light that comes through, is colored with the color of the window. Dr. Maral Diskin, when HaKadosh Baruch gives over an Avua to a Navi, based on what the nefesh of the Navi is, that's how he interprets the Navua. And the same way that we find that a chalayim, a dream, is one sixtieth of a nevuah. And the Gemara in Brachos teaches us that ka'a is hoch and achar The interpretation of the dream is based on 
how people interpret it and people speak it out. The Pisr and Anavuah is based on how it's Nechgak, how it's understood in the Nefesh of the Navi. And obviously, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a Nevuah to a Navi, he knows beforehand the Nefesh of the Navi. And obviously, it's meant to be Nechgak, it's meant to be interpreted according to the way that Navi, his Nefesh, is going to interpret it. However, by Maishu Rabbeinu, it was a level Askapari HaMeira, which means it was like sunlight going through a clear glass window. That over there was Mamish completely in the most pristine form, the Nevuah from Hashem. Therefore, Bilam Arasha held, since he's going and he has a tremendous iron rough for Klal Yisrael, Nefesh Rechava, horrible Midas. Therefore, the Matthias of Nevuah is going to cause that when he gets a Nevuah from Hashem, automatically he's going to interpret it in his soul. It's going to be interpreted in his soul in a Pisser and Ra for Klal Yisrael and a bad interpretation for Klal Yisrael. This answers the question, what was Bilam's Havamina to go? His Havamina was to go because he understood how Nevuah works. And therefore, he understood that the Nevuah automatically would be interpreted in his soul for Klal Yisrael's detriment. And because that is the Metzias of how Nevuah works, therefore, when it came to Bilam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed to change the whole way the Nevuah works when it comes to a Navi. Generally speaking, we know that it goes through the Nefesh of the Navi. However, by Bilam, that was not possible because automatically it would be Nechgak in him, the Pishon Lara. Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch will have to give it in a pristine way, not going through his nefesh. Now, in a certain way, it was on the level of the Mevuah Meishu Rabbeinu. Meishu Rabbeinu, because of his greatness, that his nefesh was so pristine and pure, the male of the Dvar Hashem was Nechgak in its most pristine way. He did not have any Nagiyas, any of his own Midas, which would cause an interpretation of Nevuah based on any bias that he himself had. However, by Bilam, though it ended up being that the Nevuah as well, came in the most pristine form, it was not because of his Milo, the opposite is true, because of his low level, therefore the Nebuah had to be given not through Nafshai. That answers the question from the Safri. The Safri says that no Navi ever stood like Maishu Rabbeinu. However, in the Umas Ha'olam, there was a Navi like Maisha, which is Bilam. I mean, it doesn't mean on his level of being a Kedusha, of, of being a good person, but rather it means that as far as the Nebuah coming in its most pristine form, that happened to Bilam as well. According to this, Rav Greinzug Shlita wanted to answer Pshat in the Gemara Masechus Megillah. The Gemara Masechus Megillah says they once wanted to hear a Nevuah, and they Dafka wanted to go to a woman to hear how she got the Nevuah. Because the Gemara says, Nashim Arachmanias, ladies naturally have more mercy than a man, and therefore they wanted Dafka, the Nevuah, to be given to her. And the question is, Nevuah is not up to a person to decide how he wants to interpret it. So what difference does it make if they would go to a woman who's, who's a Rachman, who has Rachmanis? According to Rabbi Yeshua Leib, it comes out beautiful. Because granted, it's not up to a Navi to decide what the Nebuah is going to be. But the Metzius of a Nebuah is that it's, its interpretation is based on the Nefesh of the Navi. And that's the way the Nebuah is meant to be given originally, like Rabbi Yeshua Leib Diskin says. Of course, every Nebuah was totally a, a Navi of total Lamitis, the truth, the way the Nebuah is supposed to be given. Akash Baruch Hu knows beforehand the Nefesh of the Navi. And when he gives the Nebuah to that Navi, obviously that Pisran is supposed to be understood that way. However, they wanted to go to a Navia, a lady Navi, in order that the, she should be able to get the Nebuah, that the Pisran automatically would be understood in the way of Rachmanis. According to this, Maral Diskin answers as well why the Gemara Basra refers to Maishu Rabbeinu writing the Sifra Uparshas Bilam. He says, because the whole Torah was given to Maishu through Askalpari Hamira. The only Chelek 
that did not have to be given to Moshe through Askapari on the era, but was able to be put down exactly the way it was given, was to Bilaam, since Bilaam already had got it through the idea of Askapari on the era. Now, according to Rabbi Yeshua Leib, it's very hard to understand our sugya and the sugya in Sanhedrin. What does the Gemara mean that it was better the curse of Achiyashilaymi than the bracha of Bilaam? If, after all, when it came to the bracha of Bilaam, which was, which was through a nevuah, and over here the nevuah was not going derech nasha, it was being given in its most pristine form, so how could we say that it was a curse? So on this, Ramosha Batal wanted to answer that we have to say that there are really two nekudas over here. The actual nevuah that was given over was ke'erids. And if Erez would have gone through the nefesh of Bilam, because Bilam had a nefesh rechava and ayin rough for Klal Yisrael, automatically the pisser would have been nechkak in his nefesh, ke'erez, which is not almayim. However, when the nevuah was given, and we see obviously the bracha had to be given through a nevuah, when the Erez was given over to Bilam, it was askapari on the era, and therefore Erez really meant Erez aleimayim. But there was a second step. Bilam Enechanami could not change what Erez means. It's Erez Alei Mayim, but he refused to utter that next chilek. He refused to say Alei Mayim. Benegea, that, that's where the Malach came in. The Malach interjected and said, say over the rest of the Nebuah, what this Erez is interpreted as meaning. Alei Mayim. Erez means Alei Mayim. But without the Yisraeli Rebbe Shul, Emes will be shver the whole sugya of the Malach adding in. Obviously, this nevuah had to be, the bracha had to be through Bilam, through a navi. So what did it help the mouth to interject? It must be because the nevuah was given over, Erez Aleimayim. He just refused to say the part Aleimayim. On that, it helped the mouth interjecting and saying Aleimayim. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara tells us, A person should always be soft like a reed and not be strong and hard like a cedar. There's a story where Belazar of Shun, of Shun by Chai son, came from Migdal Gedar, from the house of his Rebbe. He was riding on a donkey, and he was riding by the edge of the river. He was very happy. On his Madrega, there was a dakis of Gasis Aruach, a little bit of haughtiness because he had learned so much Torah. A person appeared to him on the road who was very disgusting looking. This fellow said to other of Shimon, Shalmalecha. Other of Shimon did not reply. Instead, he told the man, Reka, you empty person. How disgusting is that man? Perhaps everyone in your city is as disgusting looking as you. He told him, I don't know. Go back and tell the craftsman that made me how disgusting is this keli that you made. Gemara says once he knew that he was chayte, he came off the donkey and he threw himself on the floor in front of this man. He said, please be Michael me, I was wrong. He said, no, I refuse to be Michael you until you go back to the craftsman that made me and tell him how disgusting is this keli that you made. Gemara says he was following him until they reached the city. All the people in the city came out to greet Rebbe Lazar of Shimon, and they were calling out, Shalom Lecha, Rebbe, Rebbe, Myri, Myri. And the man turned to them, he said, Who are you calling Rebbe, Rebbe? They said, What do you mean, this man who's walking behind you? He said, If he, if you're calling him Rebbe, there should not be many like him in Klal They said, Why? He said, Such and such is what he said to me. They said, Even so, be Michael, because he's a great man in Torah. 
He said, okay, in your schus, I'll be Michael. As long as he will not be Ragel, accustomed to doing this. Miyad, it says, of Lazar, of Shimon entered the Vesmedish, and he dashed in the first, and all should be soft like a reed, and not be hard like an eris tree, and therefore the Kana was Zaycha to make from it a kulmis to write with it a Sefer Tfilin and The question is, what if Shad in the Gemara over here? Rabbi Lazar, of Shimon, the Gemara in Sukkah teaches us that Roshim Bayechai said, Re'isi b'nei aliyah v'heimu atim, I saw great people and there are very few of them. If there's only two in the world, it's me and my son, Elazar. So Elazar of Shimon, besides being a Tana, he was from the greatest men. How is it possible that he would go ahead and talk to the man in this fashion? Furthermore, the Alta tells the Rav, asks, at the end he said, I'm willing to imachil as long shalete ragalasis came. You should not be accustomed to act this way, which sounds like that as long as you don't do it all the time, that's fine. What does that mean, as long as you're not accustomed? Even to do it once would seem to be a terrible thing. The Alta tells the Rav, gives a beautiful explanation in his Gemara. He says, when he met this man with Mechur B'yaisar, the Gemara does not mean physically speaking, he was disgusting looking. But rather the Gemara means to say that he saw that he was empty of Torah and mitzvahs and full of Averis. And therefore he told him, Reka, empty person, how disgusting you look, meaning how disgusting you're doing to your nefesh, how you're destroying yourself. And that's what he told him as well, Perhaps all the people in your city are disgusting like you, meaning that perhaps the reason why you sin so much is because the people in your city as well are full of Averis, and that's my shpi on you. On that he told him, I don't know, but go back to the one who made me and say how disgusting is the kli that you made. What he meant to say is that Kaddish Baruch Hu created me with the Yitzhahara, and therefore to go ahead and talk that way about me is at the end of the day talking about the Bria of Kaddish Baruch Hu. Then he realized the brother of Shimon that it was not the proper way how he should have spoken to him, and he asked him, begged him from Chila. This answers as well why at the end he said, I'm willing to Michael you as long as you won't be Ragel Lassay's Cain. They won't be accustomed to doing this. And the question was, well, to do it once in a while is okay? The answer to that is that yes, generally, the way to give Teichacha is not by putting down the person and not talking in a strong way. But there are certain cases where the regular channels of Teichacha don't work and a person has to go ahead and talk in a more strong fashion. Uh, similarly, you say, Ramatul Katz, that's how said in the Pasik and Mishle, Shlaimamel says, Al Taikach lets penis na eka, Haikach Lukacham the Yaveka. Do not give Musar to the scoffer because he'll hate you for it. Rather give Musar to the wise person and he'll love you for it. He explained. The Pasik is not referring to two different individuals. It's talking about the same individual. But it all depends on how the Taikach is given. If it's given in a way where the person feels that you are much of them, you feel they're a wise person, then they'll love you for it. However, if the way they get the feeling is as if they're a let's, as if they're someone who's low in, the, in your eyes, such a way they'll hate you for the most of that's given. And the Gemara says that the Talmudim asked of Adabar Ava, Bamaharachta Yomim, and what's to live so long? And from the different things that he mentioned to them, one of the things mentioned is, I was not Mahar in Divrei Torah in alleyways that were dirty. The Rajma Mesechlis Megillah asks, he doesn't understand, what was this great Shvach that he was saying about himself? After all, the Gemara Mesechlis Brachas and Nafchaf Dalad on the Beis teaches us that it's Asim in Torah. It's Asim Edina to Mahar words of Torah in Mavuay Samitunafais. On this, the Rajma answers that Rabbi 
Rather, Rava held like Rav Yochanan who holds that my Ikra din is mutatu mahar de retira and my voice amitunafais. The Bika Yosef and Arachayim stimmen peheis if cut in vav is masber, what the Raja means to say, that it's not the Pshant that Rav Yochanan holds that it's always mutatu mahar in a makamitunaf, but rather, like Rav Yochanan says, the whole Isser is only to stand to be mahar in de retira. However, if a person is in transit, he's moving, and he's walking through the Mabuai Samitunafais, in such a case, Me'ikar Adin, there is no Isser, according to Rav Yoichan and according to Rav Adar Ava. And this was the Shvach Rav Adar Ava was saying about himself that Afil Hanchi was Machmer, not even the Mahar Derech Halicha. What is the Chilk between Derech Amida and Derech Halicha? The Guru Sari explains in Mesechus Tainis that the Isser to Mahar and Divrei Tayr and Amakimitunaf is learned out from the Pasik. And your machana should be holy. If Yoichanan holds that the shame machana is only where a person is in one spot and he's dwelling there, over there we could refer to the area surrounding him as his machana. However, if a person is walking and there happens to be the on the side, since he's not stationary, but he's in transit, it cannot be called that the area around him is considered his machana. Rashash, however, asks a very strong question on the Mahalach of the Gvuras Ari. Because the Gemara Masechtes Zvachim and Afsamach Amabez teaches us that even in the time when they would be in transit in the Midbar, still the Zavim and Mitzayroim would have to be sent out from the different areas. The Mitzayr was not allowed into the area where the Shvatim were camped, and the Zav was not allowed into the area of the Machna Leviyah. And like Rashi over there in Zvachim explains, because the Gemara on Samach Aleph on the Beis and Zvachim says, Even at the time when they're traveling, it still has a shame Ayol Mayed, and it still has a shame Machana, the people camping around it are considered Machana Levim and Machana Yisrael. So we see from here, even during transit, still it retains its shame Machana. If so, how could the Gemara Sari say that the reason why it was Mutati Mahara and Tibetaira according to Rabbi Yechudan, when the person was in transit, is because it does not have a shame, because when a person is moving, it loses the status of a machana. You see, when Klai Yisrael moved in the Midbar, there was still considered machana Yisrael and machana Leviyah, the Negeah, that Lacha, sending a Mitzayrah and a Zav out. Perhaps one can say a possible Mahalach to explain what the Gvurasari means. Perhaps the Gvurasari holds that there's a distinction between when we talk about in Zvachim about the machana Yisrael. And when we talk about Vahaya Machanecha Kadesh, when it comes to Vahaya Machanecha Kadesh, so what's Kriveya, the Torah's Machana, is the fact that a person is stationary in one area, that becomes his Machana, and then it's Chal the Din of Vahaya Machanecha Kadesh, one cannot be Mahar in Divri Torah if there are Dvar Mutunafim in his Machana. However, when it comes to Sigyan Zvachim, as far as sending out a Zav and Mitzayra, what gave the Shem Machana to the Machna Leviyah and the Machna Yisrael was the fact the way they camped relative to the Ayol Mayed, relative to the Mishkan. The ones who camped directly around the Mishkan, the Leviyim, were considered Machna Leviyah, and the ones who camped surrounding the Machna Leviyim in the formation of the Shvatim, they had a Shem Machna Yisrael. So the Shem Machna Yisrael and the Shem Machna Leviyah was relative to their situation, how they were camped around the Mishkan. And therefore, as long as at the time when the Mishkan was traveling, it still had a shame Mishkan on it, 
and they were surrounding it, and they were in their formation surrounding the Mishkan, the Mela, they did not lose the Shei Machana. The Gemara tells us further, Tell us about the great things that Rav Huna used to do. So he told them one of the things was that every Erev Shabbos, he would send down a messenger to the marketplace, any extra vegetables that the gardeners had, he would buy them, and he would throw them into the river. Gemara asks, why did he not just give it to the poor people? On that, the Gemara answers, he was concerned they would come to rely on it, and what would be a week where there was no extra vegetables, they would go starving. Therefore, he did not give it to the Aniyim. On that, the Gemara asks, at least, might as well throw it to the animals. On that, the Gemara answers, Kasava Ravuna held, Michael Adam, Ein Machim Lebehema. Food that was designated for a person, it is forbidden to give to an animal. Rashi explains, because it's a bizayin to the Eichel, and it looks like someone is being as if he's not grateful for the food that Kadesh Baruch has given to people. Now the Magen Avram in Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Kuf Ayin Aleph, the end of Sif Aleph, brings down this halacha lamaisa. That Michael Adam, food that is designated for a person, one is not allowed to feed to animals. And this is very relevant for people who have farms, have horses, and they want to use leftover challah, leftover food, to feed to the animal. The Magadav Ram's Ashita is that this would be Asr based on this Gemara, Michael Adam, However, the Aitzim of Farshim Shulchan Aruch brings down from the Chsam Seifer, with the Chsam Seifer quotes the Eliyahu Rabbah, the Rabbah says that since the Lashna Gemara is Kasavar Michael Adam Ein Machilun Lubehema, it's Mashmet the Gemara means to say this is Ravuna's opinion. Kasavar he holds food designated for a person may not be fed to an animal. However, the sum of the Gemara does not agree with Ravuna Shita, and therefore we hold its mutter. He says so is Mashmet as well in the Gemara in the end of the fourth parak of Sachim and in the Gemara in the first parak of Beah where the Gemara talks about as far as Muktzah and Shabbos, and the Gemara says something which was Muchan Adam Lehavi Muchan Leklavim, something which was prepared for a person, is not considered that we assume that the person had a mind to prepare for animals as well. And that's as far as Muktzah is concerned. However, some cipher said it's Mashma, and it's only a question whether a person has a mind that if a person won't eat it, I'll give it to my animal instead. However, it's Mashma as far as the Etzim Halacha, of feeding something which was designated for a person to an animal, there would be no such issue. And the Chsam Seifer ends off, and so is the Minog. People hold that, and this is the Minog and Klaus role, that we do feed things, even something designated to a person is allowed to be fed to an animal. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.